This is a Federal News Network podcast. In those final hours before polls closed on Tuesday, the Postal Service managed to sweep 220 mail processing facilities for any remaining undelivered ballots. That's because a federal judge ordered USPS to check these sites in a dozen districts, many in key battleground states. Now, Election Day is over, but not the courtroom battles. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with the latest. And just review for us why this sweep had to happen. On one level, the Postal Service would have done the sweep anyway, uh, out of an abundance of caution. But the uh, federal court judge issued an order mandating that the Postal Service do the sweep, particularly in these 12 districts. And those cover 15 states. States like Pennsylvania, particularly central Pennsylvania and Philadelphia, the Detroit area of Michigan. Uh, So as you can see, key battleground states where the count is still coming in. The core of the issue here is really the the Postal Service with these daily updates with some of the performance they've been doing as far as delivering ballots in the past week or so. Data has come to light where there were scans in of 300,000 ballots that were ballots being put into the Postal Service's delivery network, and there was no outward scan on that. And so that raised some red flags for the judge who is weighing in on these lawsuits, as well as the plaintiffs in these lawsuits. And of course, you know, that triggered a big part of this order that we saw on Tuesday night. And the court had some concerns about the Postal Service's timing of the sweeps. I guess the court wanted it earlier in the day, and Postal Service kind of said, no, we can't do it that soon. Yeah, that's really the central crux of the issue here is that uh, by the judge's court order, they wanted the sweep done by 3 p.m. Tuesday and have the Postal Service certify the results by 4.30 that afternoon to the court. Now, the Postal Service came back as saying, you know, we're here to do that in spirit. We we like everything that you're saying here, uh, but that's just going to take us between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m., but we'll happily carry out that part of the order. Just the timing was off there. Got it. And uh, did they find anything when they did the sweeps? Yeah. So the Postal Service came back with results saying that in doing these sweeps in these states, they found 13 undelivered ballots in two processing facilities in Pennsylvania. Not 13,000, 13? 13, no thousand, no hundred, 13, exactly. And so they, of course, said that they are going to deliver those ballots through expedited delivery. And that's been the Postal Service's explanation for those 300,000 ballots that I just talked about a moment ago. They've been authorized to use extraordinary measures to deliver some of these ballots. And what that really means is directly from these processing facilities, they have transported ballots straight to the Board of Elections. It doesn't get loaded on a mail carrier's truck and gets delivered that way. And so that's why they would say there would be no outward scan for those things. But of course, everyone on high alert these days, and that's where we are currently in the court battles. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And overall, though, with the tens of millions of ballots that the Postal Service did handle, that's how many were mailed early, they are claiming a 95% on-time delivery rate, correct? Yeah, I mean, we've seen a granular level of delivery rates these days. And in about the past week or so, you'd be right with that average of saying mid to high 90s. There have been some days where it's, you know, variations of that. We saw the Monday before Election Day, 89%, but slight fluctuations in all of that. But that's what we've been looking at as far as the numbers. And to get those numbers and to get those expedited deliveries done, the Postal Service needs people available 
And they've had some concerns there, too, haven't they? The Postal Service has. Yeah, we've been seeing all kinds of releases from the Postal Service as far as data on availability. And in some of these processing facilities, namely in Pennsylvania and in Colorado and in Detroit, they've said that they've had about 85% of their employees available to work in those sites and that they have made up for the difference by doing some hiring as they've been able to, maximizing over time and uh, trying to get by through those kinds of circumstances. Meanwhile, they have pointed out that regular mail is something else that these people have to deal with, as well as a surge in package volume. So a lot of juggling plates here. Yeah, so 85% of their employee availability, that sounds like about average, right? Because 15% are going to be sick or on vacation at a given time, right? Well, I don't know if that's necessarily average. The Postal Service has said for months now that you know, a lot of these sick outs have had something to do with the COVID-19 pandemic and that they have seen higher sick out rates than normal. But at any level, yes, they're going to have vacation time. They're going to have sick time and things like that. And getting back to the court battle, I guess the NAACP in certain regions was among the plaintiffs. What is it that's going to happen next? Because the ballots are all presumably delivered, including the last 13 And uh, now they're into the recount requests from the campaign. So what happens next here? And what does it mean for the Postal Service? Well, there will certainly be some post-mortem examinations here of what happened. The courts did hear from Kevin Bray, who's the head of 2020 election mail processing in all this. But the judge, Emmett Sullivan, uh, in the D.C. District Court, he certainly was not happy with the response that the Postal Service came back with to his court order. And he was even saying that he was wanting to hear from Postmaster General Louis DeJoy himself for why things didn't go as outlined exactly in his uh, in his court order. I guess it's a matter of who you believe. You know, some of the headlines stated that the Postal Service defied the court. Well, the question I have is, did they defy the court or did they simply do what they were capable of doing physically? given an order that came in the afternoon and they had to marshal all these forces in 220 locations to do the sweeps. And what's involved in a sweep? Is it people walking around searching the corners and opening closets and pulling drawers open and shut? You know, it's really the the matter of covering all the square footage in a facility, which your mileage can really vary there as far as how big some of these plants are. Um, and of course, you know, this was being done, you know, by the time people got these orders, that's a serious mobilization of, of resources and, and personnel. And so certainly that's the, the Postal Service's perspective on things is just the massive mobilization that this order expected them to complete in a very short period of time. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out all of his postal coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com. What will it take to conserve 10 billion acres of ocean, 1.6 billion acres of land, and over 600,000 miles of river? What will it take to protect and restore natural habitats in over 70 countries around the world and in all 50 states here at home? What will it take? You. Together, we will make it happen. It's in our nature. See how your gift can help at nature.org. The Nature Conservancy. Protecting nature, preserving life. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.